0: www.healthcmi.com acupuncture continuing education online today acupuncture pain relief after knee surgery findings so this article was published October 31st 2021 and today's topic is about drug addiction it's about post-operative care it's about reducing inflammation and recovery especially a range of motion and full functional activity how does this all come together? Well, researchers in this article, if you went to the news department, so go to healthcmi.com, click on news, and look for the article entitled Acupuncture Pain-Free Relief After Knee Surgery Finding. What you'll see is that acupuncture is an effective, effective post-operative analgesic treatment modality. So hospital researchers compared drug treatment after surgery with electroacupuncture treatment. And what they did was they gave people electroacupuncture prior to treatment, local to the knee, local points. So for acupuncturists listening, that's stomach 34 and 36, gallbladder 34, spleen 10, stomach 40, and GB40. And the article gives you the specifics of the gauge, length, etc., cetera, uh, details of the electroacupuncture procedure, how, how to exactly get that alternating frequency of 2 and 100 hertz exactly right. And what they found was that if you did electroacupuncture before and after surgery, even without any kind of medication after the surgery, they got great pain relief. And they compared it with a drug group and got similar, if not slightly better results. In fact, they got better results in terms of lowering pro-inflammatory bioagents. So serum prostaglandin E2 levels came down more significantly in the electroacupuncture group than in the drug group. And there was better upregula- upregulation of beta-endorphin levels, which are basically the body's natural opiates or painkillers. So an effective treatment. Most studies that I have seen at HealthCMI have tested drug treatment after surgery and then drug treatment plus acupuncture. Here they did drugs or acupuncture, and acupuncture outperformed the drug group. In most studies, they just compare post-op care with drugs only with drugs plus acupuncture, a little different. And in that article, there is another study cited there where they do exactly that. So they look at the serum prostaglandin E2 they look at the beta endorphin levels and find that the acupuncture is a good pain reliever on paper but how did that play out in terms of real world findings in other words visual analog scoring system the, you know what did the patients say and that also came up with outperformance in the electroacupuncture group did better so very interesting stuff. They also did active and passive uh, range of motion. In this case, it was a, a total knee replacement surgery. They were giving electroacupuncture before and after, and the electroacupuncture group did better than the drug group. Now that does not surprise me at all because, having worked in a clinic for thirty years, I've treated people with electroacupuncture or even manual acupuncture after surgery, and those patients are much more likely to recover quickly and get their range of motion back more completely, have a better healing, and just an overall better experience with their surgery if they get acupuncture. In fact, a lot of people will come to me a year or two later and say, hey, I never fully recovered after the surgery. I don't have my full range of motion, and we work on them then, and we get the range of motion back, hopefully 100%. It depends how long they wait. The the sooner you get to it, the better. And some people are just young enough, for example, if you give them electroacupuncture a year, two, three later, that we can still get 100% back. Or healthy enough, or exercise, or like to walk enough, where we say their chi or their energy level is strong enough where we can get them uh, back to 100%, which is not always the case. But we can certainly improve range of motion, but to what degree is another story entirely. So this is a nice article. Now, getting to something that, that's very important here, drug addiction. So one of the problems with a surgical procedure is there can be a lot of pain afterwards. And what we need are ways to prevent pain and inflammation after surgery. In other words, we want a nice healing. Whatever it is that we needed to fix with the surgery, we want it fixed, but we don't want to leave people as drug addicts afterwards because if they have enough opioids after the surgery for a long enough time, they will get addicted. That's just what happens. So the idea that, A lot of addicts are people who are irresponsible or indigent. this, This whole idea has to be discarded. A lot of people were suffering from a lot of pain. Maybe they had surgery and got addicted. There are a lot of reasons why people get into trouble. And the acupuncture here serves as a tool for more quick healing. Less pain, better recovery, better range of motion, lower doses of drugs tend to be required when you get the acupuncture, therefore less addiction. It's just that simple. And if you go to the Health CMI site, there is no shortage of information on this. Even in the United States, there is a move towards inclusion of acupuncture in the Medicare system in response to the opioid crisis which has a lot of dimensions and which is a very deep and wide and very serious problem. But better non-pharmacologic controls are needed for people suffering from pain and inflammation. That's certain because we cannot always lean on the opioids. They work. They're great. They prevent suffering, but they definitely have a downside and you can get into big trouble with them. That's all. Looking at this study, I would say I'm a little surprised that they did drugs versus no drugs and only acupuncture. Most of the studies I've seen, they do a combo. But it also makes sense because they were able to get to the patient prior to treatment, prior to the, the surgery, and then afterwards. So they were very diligent about providing enough care where the people would not, after surgery, need to have heavy medication. So it does make sense that they, they went about this. It's It's a pretty radical approach in that it's not integrated at all. It's just straight acupuncture. So very bold step. I think what you'll see in a more realistic setting is people will have medications, but they will need less medication over time. So the dosage level might be lower if they get acupuncture or they may not need it as long a duration of time if they get acupuncture. That's more what we're seeing in standard research. And we do quote some research to that effect in this article again at the, at the end of uh, this paper. So it's, it's what I expect to see as an integrated modality in a hospital setting or in a post-operative setting. We can't really undervalue the importance of non-pharmacological alternatives. Acupuncture has simply been working in this respect historically for well over a thousand years. The great Huato, what was that? Well over a thousand years ago was performing surgery with analgesia, with antiseptics, And using acupuncture, one of the great founders of acupuncture, before, during, and after. But he also used medication during surgery to stop pain. He used a combination of cannabis with alcohol. And that that comes right out of almost like a Western. Get good and drunk and then have your tooth removed in a Western movie, right? When you go to the barbershop. But it wasn't that simple, actually, it was very complex. It was a cannabis detora. I'm not recommending that for anyone in particular. It's a very strong psychotropic drug with cannabis, that mixture. And he would have a custom blend to knock out the patient, basically. So his way of getting people away from pain during, let's say, open abdominal surgery over a 1,000 years ago. So that was actually happening. Um, Naturally, there were a lot of opioids available as well at the time, and there may be some accurate historical documentation to that effect. Now, keep in mind, some very confined political systems came into power, and a lot of that information was discarded, the use of the opioids for surgery, things like that. In fact, a lot of Huato's surgical procedures were burned. There was a lot of book burning going on. History has a nasty way of sometimes discarding valuable information or uh, depending on who's in charge. So ironically, uh, it was animal husbandry, a lot of those surgeries from Huato that survived, uh, but not the ones for humans. It was considered in poor taste. So unfortunate there. But going way back then, we see acupuncture as a means to stop post-operative pain. And we fast forward to this research, which is not alone. I just wanted to share that it's something moving forward we want to see. So let's say you had a knee surgery or a shoulder surgery, you name it, especially with these joints, these mobile joints. When you bring that inflammation down quickly, you're preventing the formation of scar tissue that can wrap around nerve fibers and cause all kinds of problems. You're helping sometimes a capsule to heal that can rotate, let's say in the shoulder, for example. You're also restoring that range of motion, getting the functional ability back. The faster you do that, there's less chance of atrophy in the musculature as well, and just an overall better recovery. So it's not a matter of should I take drugs, should I not take drugs, should I get acupuncture, should I not, it's what kind of program will get you the best result. And what they're showing here is that adding acupuncture in a post-operative setting is a a really good idea. Again, you want to get that range of motion back. You want to have the integrity of the ligaments, of of the joint, of the musculature, and not to have any irritation on the nerve fibers, for example. Overall integrity is very important. And that's why I wanted to review this today, because there really is a looming... A dark cloud of an opioid crisis, people are struggling. And this is something that can prevent a lot of issues from ever occurring by getting people the acupuncture before and after the surgery, it prevents a lot of breakthrough, breakthrough through bleeding problems. It again allows for a better range of motion afterwards, a quicker healing time. And my final point, and this is hugely important. Something I've seen over and over again. Sometimes when we get surgery, let's say you've injured an ankle and you had a bone plug put in to fill in where the bone had been injured and necrosed, or let's say there was a partial hip replacement and they put in metallic instruments to replace parts of the hip. These are just some examples that I've personally seen those can get rejected by the body. Now, again, when people are using these surgeries, they typically don't. But there is a small percentage where people's bodies just won't accept it. In the case of a young woman, very athletic with the bone plug in the ankle that I'm thinking of, she had had two or maybe three, I'm trying to remember now, that was over 20 years ago, bone plugs put in to fill that spot. Just filler. She had injured herself playing soccer, Twisted the ankle a little bit, little divot in the grass. Uh, really injured herself. Must have been moving at a good clip. And you would think a healthy young woman would recover very well. Well, she didn't from the surgery. And what we did was, well, she came in and said the doctor said these bone plugs are failing. We're going to need to amputate you your foot at the at the ankle. So, a woman in her early twenties facing amputation of the foot. I said, actually, the surgeons, I took a look. It was really well done. There was no fault here. There's nobody's fault. Everyone wants to blame somebody. No, the surgeons did their job, and they did it well. They gave the right drugs before and after. They did everything right. But did they get the support they really needed? No. All we did was we did what we call a turtle technique. It's just four points. Think of the four corners around that area of the surgery and it ran a current counterclockwise, electrical current around the area. Now what this does, and that's again, attached to the acupuncture needle. So it's an electroacupuncture technique. And what it does is brings microcirculation of blood back to the area. It allows the body to remove wastes from the area, what we call dirty water stagnation or fluid stagnation. It allows draining of toxic stagnant blood out of the area. And allows that area to heal. And so the final bone plug, although it was looking bad at first, did heal. And she was fine. That's a happy story. We like that. Now, on the flip side, I treated an elderly man, overweight, out of shape, didn't eat particularly well. And he had had two hip replacements but was looking at maybe a third because it looked like the second one had also been infected. So they were having problems with bacteria after surgery taking to the area of the uh, metallic instruments put in to replace the hip. And I said, I think we'll be okay. We did electroacupuncture to the local area. So Juan Tiao, jumping circle, gallbladder, 30, things like that, running electric, electric acupuncture through the area. And he was taking his antibiotic therapy, which had been failing at the time. It was not getting the job done, and he was facing more extreme surgery. I don't know if they were talking amputation or they were trying another surgery. Another, I think they were going to do one more implant and give it a shot. So I don't think we were completely on the edge. But I didn't want a, yet another one to fail. you know. And he was suffering quite a bit. So we did the electroacupuncture. He continued with his antibiotic therapy. Again, it's an integrative medicine idea. And it worked. It was just a matter of getting circulation through the area with a simple electroacupuncture procedure, just a few needles, a little pulse. It's painless. He was very happy. He was such a sweet man. And I was just glad he got to keep his leg. And he didn't have to go through this whole process all over again much less have to take a lot of medications and have to recover from that as well. So that's just a little background into integrating acupuncture in postoperative or preoperative or even during operations. So just the perioperative uses of acupuncture are significant and lead to better outcomes. In the case of one young person and one elderly person, you can see that it helped them quite a bit. I remember someone came to me also And this was non-surgical, but they were thinking of amputating his arm at the elbow. Now, this was shocking because he was very tall, thin, handsome, young man, strong, you know, just looked like an Olympian, you know, so healthy. And yet, he had had an injury to his elbow. It wasn't healing. A year later, it was... um, I'm trying not to be too descriptive, but it was, let's say it was infected and not doing well and there was a lot going on there and he had to ha- keep having it cleaned out and put on bandages and it was, it was not a pretty sight at his elbow. They could not get it to heal. He was going to proper wound care centers. They were doing what they could do. They stitched some things up. They did what they could do, but that area was not healing well. And again, I did the electroacupuncture to the local region. It was just enough where all the other therapies suddenly began to work. And we did make a light light modification with the wound care center and how they packed the wound and and treated it. I did make some suggestions. Um, There was a little bit of overstimulation of the local tissue. Sometimes that's a problem where they're they're packing an area with gauze or something where maybe they should take a different approach. But ultimately, they were doing a decent job. It's just his body was having no part of that healing. (laughs) And again, I was mystified in the sense that at his age and his health level, it shouldn't be. Everything that the doctors were doing should have worked. But there's just a small percentage where things don't work out. That's just how it is. It's a statistical anomaly, but there it is in your office. And he's telling you that he's going to lose the arm. And that was unacceptable. So that was a simple electroacupuncture follow-up. And these are just some examples I wanted to share today. It's very personal in that each one of those individuals now gets to lead the rest of their lives with that foot, with that hip in place, with that arm, instead of without. Thank you for listening. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist, www.healthcmi.com.